Dave again. Um, actually, on the website on Domain Dave. Um, that's how the plugger I am. Uh, coming at you again with another um, companion podcast for a wine review we put on the cheapwinefinder.com website. And today we have a $6.99 Prosecco, a D-O-C-G Prosecco, and I'll explain what that is in a minute if you don't know, from uh, Costco. Uh, the Kirkland Azolo Prosecco Superior, D-O-C-G Extra Dry. And um, Extra Dry uh, in sparkling wine, just to remind everybody, means it's sweet. You know, dry wine and still wine means it's not sweet. Dry and bubbly means it's sweet, but it's extra dry is just a little bit sweet. And any wine that's got a little bit of uh, acidity, like a, a sparkling wine, a bubbly, a prosecco, will have balance out the sweetness. So it kind of tastes you know, a little bit of nectar sweet, like biting into a a, um, a, a juicy. Um, pear or peach or something, not so much sweet like sugar sweet. Um, so it's not, um, so the sweetness is more going to be more of a natural sweetness to it. Um, $6.99 DOCG um, from Azolo or Azolo or wherever that's at, but in Prosecco region in the Veneto, which is near Venice in Italy, um, most of the region, the Prosecco region, is DOC, and I'll explain that in a minute. But in the middle, there is three towns. And in France and in Italy, the town that the grapes grow near are very, very important. I mean, they always have their name on everything. Uh, you know, so it's always, it's always location-based and town-based. And uh, here is Aslo, uh, or Azolo. Um, is where it is, and it's a hilly area, and basically in the middle of Prosecco. Everything else around it is DOC, and this is deemed to be the best area for growing the Galera grape. The Galera grapes, what they use in Prosecco. Um, in California, uh, there's AVAs. Uh, there's uh, uh, Paso Robles, Lodi, Napa, R- uh, Russian River. They're all boundaries. They're all locations. Anything, any vineyard inside this boundary can have that name on the label. But there is no government board that tells them how to grow the grapes, how to make the wine, what to do with it. But in Europe and in, in Italy, um, the DOC and the DOCG, the G stands for guaranteed, have many rules and regulations. Uh, how the what grapes can be grown, how they can be grown, how they can make it made into wine. Um, it's all based on trying to keep top quality. It doesn't mean you're going to like a DOCG wine better than a DOC or even an IGT. An IGT wine is when they don't follow the rules. A lot of wines that come to the United States are um, IGT if they're made for American palate, though not always, but um, you know sometimes – you know, you, you might like that better than a DOCG wine, which is might be more traditional. A you know, a, a, maybe a newer world type of wine might appeal to you more. So it's not a matter of what you're going to like or what the best wine for you is, but it's all about having good quality, and that's what DOC and DOCG is. This is 
hilly area. Hilly areas uh, for grapevines tend to have better drainage and the less problems with uh, mold and that type of thing. And and because the grapes are on a hill, they're they're staggered, so you get more sunlight. And there's other reasons for it too, but it's always the best areas for grapes. And this is from one of the best areas for grape, and this is one around one of the best towns in the Prosecco region to grow um, to grow grapes for the Prosecco wine. If you notice, you don't see too many Galera still wines, still wines, non-bubbles, um, because it's not very an interesting wine to make white wine out of. But So it's an empty canvas. Everybody can kind of make it their own way to make Prosecco. And that's why there's a lot of different Prosecco manufacturers all doing the same way. And I put on the website how it's done and what the second fermentation is and what the equipment are. I went through that. So you can check out that on the on the website, but um, the Galera grape is kind of an empty, I mean, an open page, and you can do what you want to it. And that's why they're all a little bit different, because it kind of takes to sparkling wine very well. And so here we go. This is $6.99. I'm going to take a little sip. I've already done a review of it, so I know what it tastes like. But it's kind of got this really, you know, um, kind of a sweetness underneath it. Not like, not sugar sweet, but there's almost like... Um, hard candy under, underneath all the flavors. It kind of gives it, you know, a little bit of a personality and appeal. So I'm going to take a sip. Yeah. So it's a nice tasting wine, especially at $6.99. Often for um, when they're that inexpensive, and and there's reasons for it to be inexpensive. I'll, I'll touch on it in a minute here. Um, you know, they're, they're nice. They're very, you know, they're nice. They're, they don't, they don't bother you. They're just like, you yeah, know, that's okay. I like it. You know, for the price, it's great. This one's got a little bit of personality to it. That, you know, that little sweetness to it that, but with that's balanced by the city is, is very nice. And, um, Costco, so Costco wine, Costco has a lower percentage than anybody else does. I mean, I think it's 15% on all their products, which is one of the reasons why, you know, you just on percentage alone, they're going to beat a retail wine shop and then, you know, but you're paying $60 to get in. So that's okay. But also when you are a, a, a store who's contracting directly to get uh, somebody for a wine, you're actually getting a better deal since you're paying up front, you're getting a better price uh, because you're cutting out the middleman to a certain extent, but a, a significant enough in terms of price. I mean, you don't get rid of the middleman at all. The laws won't let you do that. But there's a lot that they don't need to do. There's no advertising. They don't have, like the distributors and the importers don't have people on the street trying to go shop to shop and, you know, having tastings and trying to get people to pay for it, which, you know, they have professionals out there working it. They don't, this wine doesn't need it. So you're not paying for that. So um, don't think of it as a $6.99 wine because it would probably be several, several dollars more expensive if you, if you got this exact same wine at a retail liquor store, you're just getting a bargain. And there's nothing wrong with getting a bargain. And so that's that. So we got a Prosecco um, from Azolo, uh, which is very nice. It's the DOCG, which, you know, I I never can tell the difference between a DOCG um, Prosecco and a DOC. I just can't. I mean, because to me, it's the people who make it, the sparkling wine house, the Prosecco house, put their own spin on everything and either you like their style or you like another one's style better. But what designation the grapes are is kind of beside the point to a, you know, to a certain extent. 
And if they're making top quality wine, it doesn't matter if they're using DOC grapes or DOCG grapes, at least to me. Maybe if someone who's uh, drinking a lot of these DOCGs and it can differentiate. But I've never had that, you know, I've never noticed it. I've never gone, oh, is that DOCG? Is that DO? I mean, it's not one of the things when I'm buying a Prosecco that really comes up on the top three or four things I'm looking for in a wine or a bubbly in this case. So that's that. I mean, so, you know, yeah, this has got, you know, a great provenance. It's from a great location. Whoever made a form is from a great location. There's some really top-notch Prosecco producers in the Azolo or Azolo area. Uh, so I imagine one of them made it, and, and there's no there's no weak uh, wineries in that area. Um, it's a great price. It, it tastes great. It's got a little bit of personality. And coming up is the holiday season where you're going to need bubbly and, and, and be able to pour down a $6.99 bubbly. I mean, at the drop of a hat, I mean, you can get a lot of bubbles for, uh, that, that people are not going to complain a bit about drinking. You know, you're not, you're not pouring them cold duck. This isn't Andre's. This is, uh, but it's not that much more expensive than those are. And it's kind of a very nice, um, Prosecco. You know, the, um, in the, in those bubbly world, you know, champagne is always seen as number one, but they sell more Prosecco volume-wise. There's more gallons of Prosecco being sold every year. Just that champagne wins because their wine is start at 40 and go up. So they, they, they win on how much money is spent. You know, a whole lot more money is spent on champagne, but there's a whole lot more Prosecco being drunk. So, you know, for me, I, I, I like them both. I'm not, <laughs> I don't, I don't care. You know, if you pour, Prosecco in my glass, I'll drink it. Pour champagne in my glass, I'll drink it. And even all the other ones, you know, that bubbly is good. I like bubbly. So what we have here is a very nice, very inexpensive, uh, very good provenance for Prosecco and from Costco. Uh, so if you know, if you don't have the card, you know someone, tell them to buy it for you. It doesn't cost that much and it's good. Try it. Uh, the holiday season's coming up. And that's it. So keep it cheap because we kept it cheap here. We we gave you holiday bubbles for cheap over and out. And I'll talk to you before too long. We got something planned. Bye-bye.